This is Take On The World with Johnny and Mike. And, you know, people always ask me, hey, you got a podcast? What's it about? Uh, I don't know. You ever want to uh, cut your fingers off or learn about a sharp knife? <laughs> we could tell you that. <laughs> How about uh, murder mysteries or uh, hauntings or any kind of fringe subject? Anything you could think of. We take on everything because we take on the world. Now you go take on the world. This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the deluxeeditionnetwork.com. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Hello and welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer, and joining me once again, Ray, the podcaster. What's going on, my friend? Oh, man, a lot is going on, Ray. <laughs> I've been traveling throughout California. We didn't record this past weekend, so we're doing a fly-by-the-night recording mm-hmm. here. Yes, sir. That's that's kind of cool, though, huh? Yeah, it's okay. I'm a little worried about the, <laughs> the storm um, coming to Tallahassee. I'll be extending my stay in California throughout the week so I don't get uh, caught in any weather. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, um, hopefully everything is still okay in Tallahassee. And uh, I still won't be back home for the next recording. Hmm. Uh, but uh, hopefully everything will be okay there. <laughs> I just la- I just laid, uh, before we get into the show, I just, I laid hmm. like uh, 1,400 pounds of concrete and uh, a lot of soil and some new sod this past week during my week off. And uh, I'm worried about it holding during the storm. So, hmm. yeah, there is a lot going on, Ray. So it's your fault that there's a storm. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's kind of like if you wash your car, it's going to rain. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I I don't wash my car ever. I just wait oh, for no. the rain. Yeah. And then afterwards you go, man, I should have put some soap on that thing as hard as it's raining. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get the house cleaning out of the way here, Ray. Before we get into our uh, our show, it's going to be more of like a free free range show, free roaming show today. That's right, um, just like one of them grass fed beef things. Yeah. Oh, I just fed. <laughs> do you know if you you know if you buy grass fed beef, you should actually you should look to see that it's also grass finished. I just found this out. Do you know about this? No, because I buy beef. I don't care what it eats. It could be crack-fed beef. I don't care, as long as it tastes good. All right, we are a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find all the other great shows over at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And our podcast of the month this month for October is The Return of the Living Flet. Uh, Kyle, he does unboxings, reviews, uh, movie reviews, trailer reviews, um, watch-alongs, mostly in the horror genre. That's why we named Kyle uh, The Return of the Living Flet as the October podcast of the month. So check him out. We are, you can find all of our other shows over at deluxeedition.show. All of our previous shows, we've had some great interviews these last couple of weeks, Ray and I. 
Uh, you can yes, find sir. us over at Instagram and Twitter at Deluxe Edition Pod. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod or buy some merch over at whatamaneuver.net slash collection slash deluxe dash edition. And you can also uh, join up for our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a subscription over there. I think it's $7 a month and uh, you get exclusive perks. Like I'll send you the show as soon as we're finished recording, you get that uh, unedited and exactly as we recorded it. So uh, if you want to support us Shit. over there, check it out. If you sign up, we'll you can send us a specific thing you want us to do for like 20 minutes, but it's got to be within the next week. And you can send us something, and we'll do like 20, 30 minutes just for you. But you got to sign up. I can't yeah. just do this shit for nothing. <laughs> but you pick the topic, and we'll do it if you sign up this next week. All right, yeah, Ray doesn't work for free, so. Hell no. <laughs> All right, Ray, your plugs. I am 10 Cent Bear Night Podcast, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can get my merch over at Tee Public. Uh, we've got mugs, T-shirts, hats, pillows, totes, notebooks, all kinds of cool shit. So if you want to support the show and you're a, you know, a wealthy individual, go buy some crap. If not, just give us a listen, a like, a review for both podcasts. It does help out with the algorithms, so we do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we just got a uh, nice review over at Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you'd like to go over there and review us, that that does really help us a lot. Um, I'm not sure who who it was, but it was a nice review. Uh, they they actually said uh, they they can't wait for our next episode, Ray. So uh, hmm. you know you know what how to solve that. We just do more. They can or... go and sign up at Patreon.com. Oh. You know what? Yeah, whoever did that review, that was, you know, I totally dropped, that was like an easy fucking setup, too, and I totally fucking missed it. You could sign up, and that person wouldn't have to wait. They'd get a free, right off the rip, free episode just, you know, catering to them. Yeah. What's better than that? For $7? You can't get a hand job on the corner for 7 bucks anymore. Maybe in California, maybe <laughs> maybe in some of the places that I've just been, that might be a possibility, right? <laughs> Speaking of, all right, let's get into the show. This is going to be a free, let's do it. This is, this is right. going to be a free free roaming show. <laughs> Speaking of uh, California, um, this was actually last week when I was here in California. Um, I saw a person walking through a Home Depot. And uh, they were clearly homeless. And like when she was walking, then I had so <laughs> all right, I have to go and I have to talk to the manager. So and, how, well, hold on. How did you know they were homeless? Because they weren't like buying like uh, shingles or a mailbox and stuff like that. Was that the dead giveaway? Uh, she might have been barefoot. <laughs> um, her hair was like everywhere, and she was completely filthy. Like. Have you seen okay. the show Alone? Yes. So at the end of like the 79 days or whatever, like that's what this person looked like, you hmm. know, like nice. filthy. Okay. Um, All right. And so I have to go and wait by the restrooms. Usually that's where the janitor's closet is, where I have to go up onto the roof. And uh, when I was waiting back there for the manager, this 
person walked out of the bathroom <laughs> and they were holding their like I'm not sure what it was around their waist but they were holding it up and her whole ass was exposed hmm. so maybe she was in there taking a hobo bath in the sink and she just needed to air it out a little bit so it would dry because they were out of towels in the bathroom I think that might have been what happened. That, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure, but... You know, sometimes you get stuff on your pants. You got to take them in there, put them on the air dryer, you know. <laughs> it was uh, it was a sight to see, that I would uh, say. That's it sounds like you had an exciting trip to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, they uh, out here, they can be uh, they can be pretty exciting. And, well, uh, here, here in Cleveland, we have this place called Steelyard which has the number one worst Walmart in the entire country. Oh. It's uh, quite uh, the trip down there when you have to visit that one. <laughs> Why don't you do a live a live stream from there someday? Uh, I might during the day. <laughs> I ain't doing it at night, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, my mm-hmm. girlfriend Barbara, she's always like, please be careful out there. I'm like, look, I go to the Home Depot and then I go to my hotel room and I order food and I don't leave this area. Well, I, all right, I I go to the weed store first and then I yeah. I you don't take a jog around the neighborhood and some <laughs> brightly colored sweatpants so you don't get run over. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Speaking of brightly colored things, though, moving right along. Yes, I do. You know who? Have you ever heard of Russell Hitchcock? Is he related to Alfred? I don't believe so. What about Herbie? That's a possibility. Ooh, all right. Now we're on to something. <laughs> so uh, yesterday, when I was flying here to California, I noticed the man at the airport in Dallas who was in very brightly colored shoes. And uh, I was right behind him because I board with group one because I fly so much. And uh, I was. I happened to notice he had an all access pass on like hanging on his bag and it was an uh, all access pass to an air supply show hmm. and it had the name russell hitchcock on it so, so did you so did you quietly just start singing i'm all out of love <laughs> to get his no. attention <laughs> no no i quietly googled who richard <laughs> russell hitchcock was <laughs> <laughs> and I found out that he is the lead singer and founder of Air Supply, <laughs> and he he was flying to L.A. Nice. I'm I'm not familiar with Air Supply, so I didn't uh, I didn't like go out of my way to bother him for a picture or anything. So I just thought it was cool to. Well, to there. be honest, Casey, I'm pretty sure that's their song. I'm about ninety percent sure, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh yeah, that's a, that's that's a, as far as uh stories for this mm. week go. Um, nice. that's about all I have. Um so uh well, I know I sent you some news stories. Yeah, but, let's get into it, man. But all right. There's something else I've been holding on to all day <laughs> that I want to talk about, all right? So you know I'm from Cleveland. 
And have you ever heard of Balloon Fest 86? No. So, in 1985, Disneyland released the most balloons into the sky ever. And this guy named Treb said... Wait, I gotta gotta stop you. Okay. Are we talking... Helium. Helium balloons. Okay. Helium balloons. All right, so I when I when you say because I have uh, hot air balloons in my mind. Mm-hmm. No, no, these are just regular filled up balloons. Okay. So this man named Treb said, "Fuck that! I'm going to find a city that can beat it because it's ridiculous. Disneyland should not own this record. I'm calling Guinness, and we're going to break this fucking thing." So eventually, he gets a hold of Cleveland and the United Way, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" Let's bring this record to to Cleveland. So it takes them six months, but they build this tower thing right in the middle of the city. It's three stories high, 250 feet long by 150 feet long with a net. So the plan is to fill up 1.5 million balloons that they will put into this net. And everybody's super pumped. So the day comes, they get 2,000 kids to be slave labor to pump these balloons up. They're showing the kids they got their fingers taped up because they got blisters from working these things. And they got local legends, Big Chuck and Little John, down here doing the pregame. Little John is a midget. So at one point, him and Big Chuck are on a horse. And Chuck's like, I'm getting down. And Little John's like, yeah, I'm going to have to wait for one of the cops to come get me off the horse because he can't get off the goddamn horse. So so in September, around this time of the year, the Cleveland weather is super unpredictable. So they're supposed to go at 2 o'clock. They got almost 1.5. They're still loading these things into the net. Foo, foo, foo. The balloons are all going up in the air. And uh, the, the weatherman comes over and goes, oof. It's not looking good. We got a storm front moving in, got a cold front moving in. So the organizers go, fuck it, release them. We got to go now. So at 1.50 p.m. that Saturday, they release the balloons. And everyone's excited. And the terminal tower downtown is all covered in balloons. And then the cold front and the rain moved in. Now what happens to these balloons when the rain and the cold hits them, they don't deflate. They drop to the earth. So immediately, Cleveland is covered with 1.5 million fucking balloons. There's traffic accidents all over the place. The airports are shutting down because they can't fucking fly planes. There's a search going on in Lake Erie for two boaters who have fallen out of their fucking boat. They can't find them because the whole goddamn lake's covered with balloons. Holy shit. And the Coast Guard's like, we we don't know what to fucking do. We can't find them. All we see is fucking balloons everywhere. These fucking things ended up in Canada. Fucking their shit up. So now it's an international incident. Where I live right now, 30 minutes away from Cleveland, this woman has a horse farm, okay? Balloons made it to her property, spooked one of her horses, and it broke its fucking leg. She sued the city for $3 million because it was like a rare racing breeding horse. Um, Everybody who got in an accident sued the city and this dude. Uh, So eventually, it's verified. It's a goddamn world record. As much chaos as it caused, 
the Guinness Book of World Records says, you did it. So everybody's super happy in Cleveland. We don't care about tragedy. We're like, yeah, we got a record. Fuck yeah. Most balloons ever released. So in 1988, the Guinness Book of World Records released that Cleveland released. It was like 1.43 because we ran out of time. And then the next year they said, you know what? Because of the environmental damage and all the bad things that happened, this is no longer a record. We're taking it out of the book. (laughs) So we don't want this to ever happen again. So that is September 27th, 1986 in Cleveland. The most balloons ever released into the air, and they fell to fucking earth almost immediately. Unfucking believable. That's crazy. And people wonder why I love being from Cleveland because you can't tell that story anywhere else in the country. How old were you? Are you originally from Cleveland? You always yes. lived in Cleveland. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like you to remember travel. this as a kid. Oh, yeah. I'm a big, big Chuck and Little John fan. So, like, you can go on YouTube and you can watch the the video of them talking and stuff. Oh, here's another interesting thing. When I was a kid, they used to do live audiences for their shows. So, uh, when I was a Cub Scout, I got to go and actually sit on their show and I was on TV in my little fucking outfit and shit. And, like, the whole <laughs> group was down there. It was fucking awesome. But anyways, yeah, in 86, I was uh, 14. So, I yeah, I remember this. I want to know more about Big Chuck and Little John. Tell me about these guys. What do they do? So if you remember um, years and years ago, TV stations um, couldn't figure out what to do late at night. So like here in Cleveland, we originally had Goulardi in like the 50s and 60s. Like they just said, well, stations shut down at midnight. And then uh, the Universal Monsters company said, well, we'll give you a bunch of monster movies. You can do what the fuck you want with them. So local hosts all over the country started doing their own shows. So Goulardi got a show. And Big Chuck was one of his, like, interns, his, like, camera okay. guy. So eventually Goulardi went to Hollywood and became the guy who did the voice for uh, The Love Boat and shit like that. Oh, okay. Um, because uh, Tim Conway was his friend, and was like, get the fuck out of Cleveland, come to L.A., man. You got a great voice, be an actor. Well, he's stupid, couldn't remember lines, but they said, you can just do this. So he made a lot of money, but... Just read and, this. Yeah, and his son is the the guy who did Boogie Nights, too. But um, So uh, uh, Big Chuck, eventually, uh, he's like on the Channel 8. And uh, they're like, hey, do you want your own show? You know, you can do the stupid monster movie shit, too. And he was like, yeah, I'll do that. So it became Big Chuck and Houlihan. And Houlihan was the weatherman. Chuck was like a news guy, sports guy. So these two guys, after that, would do their own show. And eventually they would just tape during the day so they could release it at night. So the Cub Cows and other people could show up during the tapings. And uh, when I was a kid, it was a big deal to try and stay up and watch this. You know, I started like 9 or 10 o'clock or something like that. You know, we're like 8 or 9 years old. That's pretty late. So so anyways, Big Chuck, eventually, Houlihan, he quits, and Little John comes on board. So what they do between the movies is they did skits. And because Big Chuck was Polish, they did a lot of jokes about Polish people and how stupid they are. And then they would do jokes about how Little John was a midget. And uh, just, you couldn't do it today. You could not do a show because all the skits were just like making fun of things and so funny. As a kid, most of it I didn't even really get. 
but I'd laugh because they were funny. Like they had one where he played like a Lone Ranger character and uh, he gets bit on the dick by a snake. <laughs> and uh, so Tonto, the, the, the Tonto, oh, the Kilbasi kid was his name. So the Tonto character goes to the doctor and the doctor says, well, you got to suck the venom out. Tonto rides back and the Kilbasi kid says, what did the doctor say? And he goes, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> So that's what Big Chuck and Little John is. It's a skit show where they would play horror movies late at night. But Mine. in Cleveland, they are beloved. They still do. Goulardi was on the air for three years. We still, to this day, have a Goulardi festival that Big Chuck and Little John are the host of. Like, <laughs> so, the, so they're still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're still around. them on the fucking show, man. Oh, yeah. Big Chuck would be awesome. Little John would be awesome. Hell I bet yeah. they got stories, man. Hell yeah. Like like just it. great stories. We gotta get them. It reminds me of uh Sven Gooley. He's like mm-hmm. the exact Sven same Gooley. type of character, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's one everywhere. There's Son of Ghoul, Son of Ghoul. You know, we got all these fucking characters here because Cleveland is just like if you ain't got a shtick, you ain't nobody. Like I should be <laughs> sitting here in a fucking wig with an eye patch and a fake fucking mustache or something, because in Cleveland, the the shtick is the fucking everything, the gimmick. That's all you got to have here, and you can fucking be somebody. Speaking of gimmicks, before, all right, one more thing before we get into the news. <laughs> what is the what is the Cleveland Browns gimmick? What is the thing, <laughs> that guy in the middle of the field? Oh, Brownie the Elf? Yeah. So back in the, the like the fifties and sixties, he was like the unofficial um, mascot, or uh, I don't know. We don't have a logo, so he he was like our logo basically. And they won a bunch of championships with him, but they just they had him on the helmet for one preseason game and took him off. So here in Cleveland, the elf is beloved. Like he's on everything. There are tattoos, t shirts. Like, people have been screaming for years, put this fucking thing on the helmet. I'm one of them. I'm like, fuck this dumb orange helmet. I'm tired of our logo being a fucking orange helmet. Put the goddamn brownie on there. Fuck. Was so the debate ever, rages on, man. Was there ever an explanation as to why they just have a brown helmet? Like, why they're, I mean, yeah, I know they're the browns, but. Because it's fucking cheap, and our helmet's orange. What the fuck <laughs> sense does that make? Our helmet's orange. The team's called the Browns. We have the goddamn dog pound, which makes no fucking sense. And we have Brownie the Elf. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, the Browns are doing so, pretty good this year, though, aren't they? Uh, So far, I wouldn't yeah. say they're burning down the world, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it's better than the one in 31, two seasons I had to sit through and pretend like I, you know. Well, how do you defend that? All right. They won one game in two seasons, Casey. Do you know how much fun it is to tailgate for a team that goes one in 31? I I imagine with you, it would probably still be pretty fun. Well, we're used to it here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Still go down to the, the, the Muni lot and get all fucked up. That's our tailgate. We go down to the Muni lot. So the stadium holds 70,000 people, and the Muni lot holds about 150,000. 
Holy and shit. it's packed. It's been packed for decades. Just, I've seen some crazy shit down there. Holy crap. It's a parking lot. So they have no alcohol rules. So we all have all right. to put in, you know, the red solo cup. You got to put in a cup or the cops are like, hey, put in a cup. Yeah. That's what they say. Hey, put in a cup. You can't walk around with a beer bottle. So you got to find a cup real quick. God, God damn it. Right. So uh, Cleveland Brown fans are some of them, like right there with Philly fans. We're shitty. You know, if you're an opposing team and you accidentally end up in the Muni lot because you parked there and you shouldn't because it's like 30 fucking dollars to park there. But uh, anyways, I've seen people walking through in other teams jerseys, even if it's the Bengals who are from Ohio. And we all just go, asshole, asshole, <laughs> until someone picks them up and throws them on their fucking head. Well, that's Cleveland. <laughs> it's insane. And then the cop will tell the guy when he gets up, stumbling away, concussed, hey, put that beer in a cup. Yeah, you shouldn't have parked in here. It's crazy. If you stand by the the exit coming out to go to the game, there's two cops that stand there, and people are stumbling through. At like It starts at 6 a.m., and the game starts at 1. So everybody's fucking trash by the time the game starts. So as they're coming through the parking lot, the cops are standing there like, hey, you got to finish that before you leave the parking lot. So everybody's just chugging things and throwing it on the ground. It's just a mess. It's a fucking mess. We used to have this really cool guy who had a couch that was motorized, and he would take all the drunks from the parking lot to the stadium. It's a bit of a walk. And they gave him a DUI. What? For, for driving, driving For driving on the road with his couch on fucking game day. So now he just drives around the Muni lot with his fucking orange plate he got for the back of it. Because in Ohio, you get an orange plate for a DUI when they let you, if you get driving privileges. So, or it's like maroony, orangey. So he put one of those on the back of the couch and he just stays inside the parking lot and drives people around now. (laughs) Uh, So much fun down there. I think I told this story uh, before on the podcast. Maybe it was, I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or if it was just to you, but um, I went to the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one time, mm-hmm. and it just happened to be on a Cleveland Browns Sunday. <laughs> I didn't know that, not being, you know, I'm not a, much <laughs> of a football fan, so I didn't look at the Cleveland Browns schedule before getting to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the traffic was just fucking crazy. And. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I pulled up and this cop, I said to this cop, where can I park for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And she's like, on a Sunday? On a Sunday? You're fucking crazy. <laughs> she basically told me, like, you're not fucking parking anywhere around here for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good times. Good times. All, right. All right. You want to do actual news here? Because we yeah, have some actual that. news, Casey. And we're already a half hour in, so do some goddamn news here we go all right i know you know these two names dan Aykroyd and chevy chase yep they've been in three movies together can you remember them spies like us Mm -hmm. uh nothing but trouble and caddyshack 2 there you go yes the uh the dynamic duo oh yeah i'm a huge chevy chase fan right before uh uh, Before, like all my previous moves, I had uh, just about every Chevy Chase movie uh, on either VHS or DVD. 
but they've uh, they've all been left behind somewhere and not exactly sure where they all are. What do you I'm a fucking lamb? Like you don't <laughs> even have time to pack shit. You're just like, fuck it. We got to go now. Get in the goddamn car. No, 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 no. Leave it. Leave it. We love the dog, but fucking leave it. We got to go. Chevy's not worth it. <laughs> I'll buy it again. Let's go. But anyways, uh, the dynamic duo is getting back together for the new R.L. Stein movie, Zombie Town. Yeah. Was this, uh, were you a fan of, you, you might have been a little too old for the Goosebumps series, were you? I am too old for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> but I am familiar with R.L. Stein. Uh, they're good stories. I've seen the books. You know, I get drunk and my IQ goes way down, and I can read these things to be entertained. You've seen the books, yes. <laughs> I used to read all of these books. Uh, yeah, when I was a child, these books were very popular. I'm a bit younger than you. Um, these, yeah, I've read. I think I've I've read every. Uh, is it is this a Goosebumps story? Yes, this is called then Zombie I, Town. Then I've probably read this. Uh, this book. so the story goes: there's this kid who's a projectionist at the local movie theater, and the chick he likes is into horror movies. So to impress her, he shows her a new movie, which turns everyone in the town into zombies except for them. So I don't know the roles that you know Dan and Chevy are playing. But man, I hope they're like zombie roles because that would be hilarious. Yeah, it'll help. Nah, I'm hoping they maybe get little, like a little more than uh, a Bill Murray cameo in what was that where he played the zombie, zombie land? Zombie land. I mean, it was yeah, but was he wasn't cool. a zombie. Yeah, he was no, pretending to be. A, that was a great role. That yeah, was, was so funny. Role, but, man, was um, that funny? Like they're they're. They're playing it out like, or they're acting like these. They're going to be co- like starring in this movie, so I'm hoping that they have a bigger role than. I don't think they're going to star, but I don't give a shit. I don't care if they just walk across the screen and wave at me. I just want to see them in movies because I love both of them. Yeah, I do too, man. I do too. Hopefully, hopefully, Chevy is. Uh... Getting easier to work with. I've heard that he's very oh, difficult. Oh, fuck. I hope not. With. I hope not. <laughs> because as far as I can tell, Ackroyd doesn't mind him. Right. Yeah, no, Ackroyd said, said he loves working with him. Yeah. So apparently. Oh, you know what I've heard about Dan Ackroyd? <laughs> well, <laughs> that he's a bit of a dick to work with as well. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that makes them a good duo. Yeah. They can share stories about all the people they pissed off. Hey, what's better than that? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, either way, it's gonna be. Uh, it's probably gonna be good because I've also read that uh, two of the guys from Kids in the Hall are also. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it, right. Bruce McCullough and uh, Bruce and can't remember uh, the the other one's can't name. That guy's name, but Bruce is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids in the Hall was a great show. That's a. Man. That's a funny as fuck show, man. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen it, but they did recently come out with a new season of that as well. Yeah. Some of my buddies were offended by the, the male nudity, but I was like, what? You never seen a grown man naked before? 
Some of these guys are so homophobic, they won't even look at themselves in the mirror before they get in the shower. It's ridiculous. Yeah. When they eat a hot dog, dude, when they eat a hot dog, they have to turn it sideways and start in the middle. It's ridiculous. (laughs) One of the best shows on uh, television, uh, it's an HBO series um, with Danny McBride. They're all like, televangelists like big church people uh oh, that's the one i haven't started yet yeah i just i love like danny mcbride the best show on television i can't remember the name <laughs> uh the righteous the righteous gemstones um oh i've heard that's amazing it's a great show a i just haven't of, i just um, haven't started it yet a lot of full frontal male nudity though is it danny uh no not i haven't seen Danny. i don't think no, I don't think I've seen Danny's huh. dick yet, but <laughs> <laughs> if he does do full frontal nudity, I'm going to send him a, a message to be like, uh, you know, it took a long time to get to it and I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's move on. All right. So as you may be aware or not, James Gunn was involved in the writing of Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo 2, the movies. I was and, not aware of this before and, you sent me the article. Yeah. Well, I, I knew, but I forgot. But so when I saw the article, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot he did that. Because I like those movies. And he's like, yeah, originally my R-rated version was better. And I'm like, holy fuck, we were going to get an R-rated version of Scooby-Doo. And they kept watering it down. And he's like... Because they were talking about it the other day, and he, he released some Tweety thing or something about how pissed off he was that they changed his story so much. Because originally, uh, what's it, uh, Thelma? He flat out Thelma. made her a lesbian. Thelma. He's like, yeah, he's like, she's a lesbian now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I can see that. All right, all right yeah. where are we going with this? Right. Little, uh, all right, we got to get one of them scenes? Is that what we're talking <laughs> about here, Mr. Gunn? <laughs> But uh, I don't know exactly, because he said you probably, he said um, most of it's probably gone, but you'll never, you won't never get to see it because most of the the shots are gone. Yeah. But could you imagine that an actual, not a porno, but a rated R version of Scooby-Doo? Because I know there's porns out there with that, but they're, uh, they're cosplaying. Those are what they are, but uh, uh, a rated R version would be really cool. Where they're like, instead of jinkies, they're like, "Holy fuck!" Right? Like, Fred's like, "Let's get the fuck out of here, gang." Yeah, and uh, Shaggy's actually getting stoned. Like you can actually see right. Him like stoned. he's literally just know. yeah. He, him, and the dog are getting. Well, no, it'd be cool because he's getting stoned, and he's the only one that the dog can talk to. Yeah, like he's the only one who actually hears Scooby, but he thinks everyone else can. So everyone else is like, "This guy is so fried." That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I haven't. I've never seen either one of these movies. Oh, they're fun. Um, they're fun movies. But after after uh, doing the the research that I did when you sent me the article, uh, and I found out that uh, Linda, what is her name, Linda Cardellini. Cardellini found out mm-hmm. that she was playing Velma. Uh, I'm going to have to go and uh, check these movies out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, let's just say she's uh, she's got some assets that this movie needed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a thing for Velma. I can see that. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. I like uh-huh. that character. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Tim Allen has been convinced to come back to the Santa Claus uh, movies. Uh, it's been a while. It's been like 10 years. Yeah. So they get him back, and he wasn't really into it at first. And he said when he walked on set dressed as Santa Claus, like just the way everyone reacted to him dressed as Santa Claus, like the smiles and everybody went dead quiet when he first walked on set. He was like, it just felt special. And then uh, it comes to turn out his his actual real life daughter, who's 13 now, um, auditioned for a role as like an elf, you know, just a small role. And they end up, the producers and whoever say, Dude, she's really good. Can we audition her for other roles? So she ends up playing his daughter in the movie. So, like, there's scenes where he's with her, and because it's his real-life daughter, and they're talking about things, he's like, I almost get choked up because I'm talking about things with my real-life daughter about, like, hard things. And it's like, wow. Imagine that, Casey. You're you're a big-time actor, and your daughter, you just wanted her to play a fucking elf in the background. And now she's like starring in the goddamn movie. That's yeah. a that's a that's a fucking big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta like, be, I mean, that's got to be cool. Because like Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith are shoving their daughters down our throat. Not that they're not doing a good job. Like Yoga right. Hosers is great. It's a great fucking movie. But yeah. to have it organically happen like that is way cooler. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kevin Smith. I mean, he's making the movies and being able to. I mean. You know, she's she's getting her own roles as well. But, uh, you know, the first movies that she was yeah. in, she, Kevin put him put him <laughs> in right. her movies, you know, right. Uh, him in her in his movies. Correct. <laughs> you know what I was trying to say? Yeah. Uh, but this this is a, this is actually a TV show, a Disney TV. Oh, yeah. Show yeah. This is movie. actually. Yeah. They're going to do a, This is actually a Disney Plus series. Yeah. So uh, I guess th- they're going to do like most of these things do. They're going to drop the first two episodes at once. And that's how they gauge how the public reacts. But um, I love these first three movies. This is, you know, there's not a lot of movies that you can watch with your kids that you enjoy. Like right. you don't have this problem. Like, like I'm always trying to find something you can watch with your kids. Like, all right, I can do Raiders and I can do Star Wars I can do Goonies for the most part. And then you're just done. Like, there's nothing yeah. else. Right. It's like, fuck. There's, there's, yeah. You know, I was like, no, every horror movie's out. Just throw them out the window. Every right. 80s comedy, other than the ones I just, you know, mentioned, like Caddyshack's out. Yeah. You know, then Fast Times, out. out. <laughs> like, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. They're all out. These are movies I can watch with my kids, and they've got enough adult humor that they're funny. Sure. But that could be because Tim Allen used to sell Coke. Absolutely. So, he sure did. So he maybe sure did. that helped him balance what's funny between adults and kids. I don't know. Just throwing <laughs> it out there, Casey. And, uh, yeah, the first one of these movies came out uh, 1994. And you were like six, huh? I was 14, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah, I, I mean I remember this coming out and being like it was a big deal because he was on uh, 
tool, tool time. time. Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't called home improvement. It was called <laughs> what I call it tool um, time. Yeah. I call, I always call it tool time too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, the, I remember this coming out. It was a big deal. And to see it coming out, however many years later this is, um, that's, that's fucking huge. Oh yeah. I can't believe they got him to come back to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, fucking money, man. Well, I've, this is, I've always said this for a long time. Hey, Tim, you want to do another Santa Claus movie? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd rather do a home home improvement uh, reunion. And then they take this giant mound of fucking money and they push it across the table. (laughs) And they go, are you sure that you don't want to play Santa Claus again? And he goes, he looks at the pile of money and he goes, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. (laughs) It's pretty surprising, too, that... uh... Well, I, there's some things I want to say about uh, his daughter working with him, but um, it's also pretty surprising that he's being hired back by or hired by Disney. Isn't he a pretty like outspoken Republican? Uh, I don't do politics, so I don't give a rat's ass what he likes. I don't either, but <laughs> you would think that Disney would. Care. I'll tell you right now, if I gave a shit about politics and I had to pay attention to all the actors and stuff... It would be exhausting because there'd be so many. I'd be like, what a piece of shit. Yeah. And I don't have time for that. I don't have time oh, to yeah. hate people that I like watching on movies. Right. Let, you know, let them, ha- they can do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. I don't care. I, say, I save that for Tom Cruise. <laughs> right. Tom Cruise. Like every time I see an article about Tom Cruise, I try to ignore it because I'm just like, nope. Love his movies. Love Bosom Buddies. Love Mazes and Monsters, that shitty movie he made for TV back in the 80s. Joe vs. the Volcano. Guy's a legend. I don't need to hear about how he was on Epstein Island and loves, you know, transgender people with, you know, six cocks. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Just entertain me. You can do whatever you want. I will stand by my statement. I do not like Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, all right. Back in. Uh, so working with Tim Allen, working with his daughter um, is has this is I'm sure been done before. We talked about Kevin Smith and, mm-hmm. and his daughter and Johnny Depp working with his daughter. But at, can you name any other ones that you know of? Um, there's a lot of kids in Hollywood. Charlie Sheen's worked with his dad on Wall Street, I believe it was. I think I I can tell you one that I it was I found out later that it was his daughter and it's one of the creepiest things that you'll ever see when you find out that it's his daughter. Is it Dennis Hopper on Blue Velvet? No. Uh, Danny DeVito in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, There's an episode. There's an episode where he's at in a in a restaurant and I could be butchering this it's been a long time since i uh, have seen it but he was like really really hitting on this waitress like like a lot and you find out like i found out later that it was his daughter in real life dude danny devito is amazing like there's the story about where the girl took his um cardboard cutout to to prom or homecoming yes and then he got a cardboard cut out of her and was carrying around and shit, making a video. He's so awesome. Put, you know, yeah. he should be on our list. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Like that that's an elephant. You know, that's the that's the blue moon right there. A Danny yeah. DeVito. Because that guy's fucking funny as shit. Yeah, Always man. sunny. The best decision that show ever made was adding him. Hell yeah, man. And I'll tell you the moment that I knew he was perfect for that show and saved that show from being canceled was when he climbed out of that fucking couch naked. <laughs> that was when I was like, this guy just saved their show's ass. And now oh, yeah. they've been on for 67 years. Longest running show in the history of all television. I think it started in black and white. Like, that's yeah. how long the show's been on the there's air now. A, there's an episode where it's the funniest scene that you'll see. Google it when you're finished with this show. It's uh, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. It's the the gang quarantines. And it's, it's long. It, this was, like, long before the pandemic. You know, they were yeah. just there was a bad flu going around Philly and they just made <laughs> made an episode about them uh, quarantining. And Danny DeVito is like really fucking like strict about things and he doesn't want anybody leaving the bar. And he starts like really like going to town with uh, hand sanitizer <laughs> and he shaves his entire body and he's yeah. just like covered, covered, covered in hand sanitizer. And like they're all quarantined <laughs> in the bar and they oh. all realize that like they're they're getting like deathly sick and they all think that they have this flu. But here it's just because they haven't uh, had anything to drink for like eight hours. So they're all like going into withdrawal, right? Going, yeah. <laughs> so they, they all fucking start drinking again. And then they come out and they just see a trail of hand sanitizer like on the floor. And then they, they follow it in. And Danny DeVito is just crawling on the floor in his underwear. And he just goes, I just want to be pure. <laughs> Oh man, it's the fucking best fucking. That's so scene good. Ever. That's I, I'll so, put that show in the in the top five sitcoms of all time. I love that hell show. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm not even all the way caught up. I think oh, wow. I'm like ten fucking seasons behind at this point because <laughs> there's so many of them. And you know we get distracted doing podcast research. I can't keep up. I know, man. There's so much, but. That's a good thing about having the podcast research is uh, we get to see so much uh, cool stuff doing this, too. Well, that's, you know, like I've always said, and don't tell anybody, but my favorite part about being on a podcast is getting the free fucking screeners. Yeah. I got that's another my favorite part. I have <laughs> yeah. another few to send you, too. Nice. That's my favorite thing because I get to yeah, brag to my friends. That's <laughs> a cool perk. Like, there's a couple of things I brag about. And I'm like, hey. I saw that movie. You can't see it yet, but I saw it. And uh, Bo Swenson, yeah, I, I get to read his uh, screenplays. You don't. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part is being friends with <laughs> Bo Svensson, Mark Singer, and Gregory well, the, Scott Cummins. The best part is I like to act like I know what the fuck's going on. I'd never seen a screenplay before. I didn't know what the fuck it looked like. I'm like, oh, this is what they look like. This is fucking cool as shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> This is how you do it. <laughs> this is holy shit. If I'd have known that, I would have wrote a bunch of these and thrown them in the trash years ago. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, right. You got any more news? Fuck yeah, I do. So they got this new show about Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Uh, monster. And uh, now here's what I want to ask you. Okay. One of the victim's sisters was on the stand and gave this 
great fucking dialogue at court and shit. The show has an actress who looks just like her. She's dressed just like her from court and gives the exact same speech. They never asked her if it was okay. She's upset. She's not happy about it. That they never contacted her because she would have said, you know, this is disturbing to me. I don't like it. Like, how do you feel about Netflix just using her likeness, her words and everything and never even contacting her? Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, they definitely should have contacted her about it. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's it was on television. It's public. Right. I mean, it's no one really probably owns the rights to that news clip that they copied. Like, it's only a short segment. Uh, I yeah, watched but, the video uh, today. Yeah, but most of the time, what happens is they contact a person. And they're like, you know what? I I don't want my name in this shit. Yeah. So, so no, what? I they, agree. So what they do is, if your name's Tim Smith, they just change it to Tom Smith. Right. Change change the likeness. Put different clothes, and they say at the end, some of these people were not happy with us because we're assholes, and and they move on. They make a movie. Right. So. I'm torn on this one because they accurately accurately portrayed it, but she wasn't happy because she wasn't talked to first. Right. So maybe if they'd have called her and said, hey, we want to do this and we want to be accurate because we liked what you did, you know, passionate. Throw her some fucking money, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You're making money. Give her a fucking couple grand or something. Be like, you're a star now. Right. Well, that was her. Yeah, I read that article that, that you sent. Um, that was her whole thing. Like, she doesn't want any money, but she wants she thinks that it is a money grab. Definitely. I mean, Netflix, yeah. you don't they don't put stuff out to not make money uh, on it. Um, but she wants she wants money for like the victims, you know, the other victims, not, right. not so much her, but, you know, the other victims. Um yeah, it's it's fucked up. Like Hulu just did the same thing. They made a whole a whole series. And I mean, it's not anything like Jeffrey Dahmer. It's not you know, it, but they just made a series called Mike, and it's all about Mike Tyson. And they didn't yeah. they didn't consult with him at all about it. Like they just what? made this fucking story. Did you see the guy they used for Tyson? Yeah. Yes. It looks like like uh, great value, Mike Tyson from Walmart. Yeah. Like you can buy like regular Coke or you can buy like the knockoff brand. <laughs> like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wanted to watch that. Like I saw that scrolling through. I, and I was, like, I oh, was shit, excited cool. to see it. And then yeah. I saw and this dude I, and I was like, Who do, what the fuck is this? Looks like right. Dave well, Chappelle. I could have gotten around that, but then I found out, I saw Mike, an interview with Mike Tyson and they were like, you know, don't you think Hulu should have consulted you about making a series about you? And he was like, yeah, probably. Like They didn't even <laughs> ask him. <laughs> See, that's a problem. Like, yeah. I would be, like, super pissed if I was, like, scrolling through Netflix and there's some new show called Ray the Podcaster. Right. And it's some dude pretending to be me doing a fucking podcast show and it's just a blatant ripoff. I'd, I'd be on the phone. I'd be like, hey, guys, what the fuck? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, we didn't think you'd mind. What do you yeah. mean? What do you mean I wouldn't mind? It's it's me. So I can right. see where these people are pissed. Yeah. If absolutely. I was Tyson, if I was Tyson, I'd say, 
here's your choices. Give me a bunch of money or shut it down or I'll come throw uppercuts at everybody in your fucking office until there ain't nobody left standing except right. me and my tiger. Right. And I don't yeah. know about you. If if Mike Tyson called me and said, hey, if you don't stop what you're doing, I'm going to come down there and throw uppercuts at you. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. I, I never meant to upset you, my friend. Right. Delete that off of Hulu immediately. Yes. I'd be like deleting it. I'd be like, no. Yeah. I'd be calling the creators like, you fucking assholes, man. I don't know if I can sleep anymore. I got to get armed fucking guards. I got to get fucking Rambo to guard my house now because you motherfuckers. Fuck, I think yeah, I might have I... to get the Predator. Because that's <laughs> the only thing I can think of that can protect me from Mike Tyson. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's fucked up. The lady's name was uh, Rita Isbell. Um, I watched the clip today. It's, it yeah. is a night. It's an exact replica of what she did. Basically. Yep. I mean, it's, um, it's close. It's real close. Yeah. It's really close. Um, I haven't seen the show. I am interested in watching it. Uh, but yeah, I'd be pissed too, you know, like, yeah, it's fucked up. And that especially, goes, especially with the, the horror that this dude fucking caused to like families everywhere. It brings up the question is it's similar to the uh, this used to come up a lot like when Columbine happened. How long before you can joke about something like at that time Columbine happened? Well, the Titanic was horrible, too, but we tell jokes about that all the fucking time. So how long does something have to go past until it's okay? Does everyone have to be dead that was involved? Like, that's the weird thing is, is like the Manson family, Gacy, serial killers are super popular TV. But like I said, a lot of the time they change a lot of the names to protect the innocent. You know, that disclaimer they'd use on (laughs) cop shows. Super popular TV shows, movies, and now podcasts. Oh, podcasts is like one of the biggest, uh, I don't want to call them villains, because I don't think that's what these people set out to do. Yeah. Like, I've done podcasts about true crime. Like, I, I did an episode on my uh, previous podcast where I talked about famous actresses who were murdered in the 80s. And I didn't take any of the names out. But all these, a lot of their relatives are still alive. One of them's a famous fucking actor. <laughs> I'm just, like, talking about it. And I'm like... Well, I guess I can write him off. I'll never get him on this fucking podcast interview now. God damn it. (laughs) But I was respectful, though. Like, I only laughed once at an inappropriate thing. (laughs) I swear to God, it was only once in the whole hour that I did it. And it was only because I knew what I was about to say was horrific and horrible, and I shouldn't be saying it. But I snickered right before I said it, and it made my co-host snicker too. And we cut we cut a little bit of flack for that, but I was well, like, some well, people react to different things in different ways. Well, the reaction was is he knew what I was going to say, and I, you know, we're on camera like this, and I looked at him, and I snickered because I knew what I was about to say, and he was going to be uncomfortable, and he laughed because he knew he was going to be uncomfortable, and that's what it was. It wasn't that we were laughing at what happened. It was we were laughing because we knew the inside joke. Sure. But one person who contacted us was like, hey, why are you guys laughing at that? That shit wasn't funny. Like a shotgun to the face is not funny. And I'm like, well, if it's, you know, 
Elmer Fudd or Bugs Bunny it is, but right. I didn't I didn't answer it that way, but I should have. <laughs> um yeah, speaking of uh I have a real before you get into your other news uh story, I have a real quick uh, news story of my own speaking of uh, Entertain me, my friend. Podcasts and uh true crime things. I yeah. don't know if you've heard about this, but there was a very famous podcast a few years ago uh called Serial and it was about a specific case uh in Baltimore, Maryland uh about Adnod Adnan Adnan Syed, and he was arrested for uh, killing his girlfriend, uh, Haley Min. Um, they were just out of high school. I'm not even sure if she had graduated high school yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just released from prison last week uh, yeah. on uh, 23 was, years uh, he's been in prison. That was the DNA evidence, wasn't it? That got yeah, out? well... So, I mean, yeah, they, of course, you know, I think Maryland withheld information, something like that. And uh, he was released on his own recognizance um, based on they're going to have a new trial for him, I guess, with this new evidence and and shit. Like, so they're still going to be like after 23 years of like wrongfully imprisoning this guy, uh, they're going to put him through all this shit again and have a trial Hmm. again. Um, but I mean, the listening to the podcast and all that shit, I really, really don't think that he had anything to do with it at all. From what I know of this, it sounds like he was set up to take the fall. I mean, it really does. Like, uh, what they really should be doing is looking at those other couple of guys that were involved with this. Right. And, you know, maybe do some DNA shit on them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a fucking lawyer or a police right. officer, or, you know, any kind of thing like that. But I think I might not want to put this guy right on trial first. I might want to go get some other people. Yeah, and maybe go, yeah, hey, long. you know, let's fucking uh, let's look at some of these motherfuckers who we think lied. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since I've listened to the podcast. It might have actually been one of the first podcasts that I started listening to. Uh, but I do remember, like, a guy specifically um, driving down that road and, like, taking the cops exactly. Like, he, he was the one that found her body or whatever. He was like, hey, look, look what I found. I walked, yeah. you know, 50 yards into the woods to take a pee, and I found her body over here. That's how you know somebody's not real, you know, on the yeah. up and up. When they're like, hey, right. I've been drinking all day. I'm going to go pee in the woods. And they walk right over to where the body is. Yeah. 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 Like something, something was sketchy there. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely go back. If you don't have time to listen to a, an entire series of podcasts, there is a, an HBO special about it as well. That was done uh, very well with a lot of the people that made the podcast. So check it out. It was, uh, yeah, I forget what the uh, series on HBO was called, but uh, yeah, Adnod, Adnan Syed, I think his name is. It's a, a goddamn shame how many people end up in prison for murders that they didn't commit. And now DNA evidence like 20, 30 fucking years later yeah. gets them out of prison. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, the cops were just like, well, he was like, he lived down the street and he sh- looked yeah. shady. Right. So, yeah, he's an Indian, so. So, like, uh, maybe the day they interviewed him, he was like, fuck, I was smoking weed in my fucking basement all day, but I don't want to tell him that. And they're like, what were right. you doing? And he's like, I was at church. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. give us your pastor's name. He's like, God damn it, bud. 
Pastor Bud. And they're like, ain't no Pastor Bud at your church. And he's like, fuck, I'm screwed. And they're like, all right, off to jail with you. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Or they're yeah, like, what were up. you doing? I was sleeping. Prove it. Yeah. What do you mean prove it? How the fuck do right. I prove I was asleep? Right. Well, you didn't make no phone calls between midnight and 4 a.m. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck, I was sleeping. Or were you committing murder? No, I was fucking asleep. <laughs> Who else was home? Just me. Yeah. Why don't you have a wife? Because I don't like women and they're mean. <laughs> oh, you're a murderer. Off to jail. Dude, so uh, two quick <laughs> things. Not quick. They're going to, I always say they're going to be, it's not going to be quick. We don't I'm not care. a good fucking storyteller. You dude, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to be quick. <laughs> All right. So um, on the same line uh, as this, like someone being wrongfully accused, I remember seeing a, a documentary on. Um, it was a guy who was picked up for jail. He went into work. Uh, cops come surround his car, like right before he goes into work, and they take him into jail. And he's like, "What? What's going on?" And they're like, "You committed this murder." He's like, "No, I didn't. I was at a baseball game." And they're like, "Well, prove it." Of course, like he didn't have like the ticket stubs or whatever. It was like right. at a Yankees game or some shit. You know, it was like really hard to prove. Um. The way that they ended up, I wish I could remember the name of this, but the way that they ended up proving that he was actually at the baseball game was he was in a fucking clip for Curb Your Enthusiasm because they were filming at Yankee Stadium that day and he was walking down like they show him walking down like the the stairs. Yeah. The stairs with like two beers in his head, gone to, <laughs> gone to sit with his daughter, and it, like that. Uh, the shit is crazy. Like, yeah, there are so many times that I've been blackout drunk that I woke up in the morning that they could have told me I murdered somebody. I couldn't argued with them. I could say, you know what, I got all fucked up last night. With my buddies, I went in the basement, fell asleep on the couch, and that's where I woke up this morning. Maybe I got up in the middle of the night, shit-ass drunk, and killed somebody 18 miles away. Uh, I highly doubt I could have drove there. Maybe I ran there, and then I ran back home and went back to sleep in the same clothes that I murdered them in. Right. But there's no blood on me, so maybe I changed. Maybe I got home and changed my clothes, and then I went out again, buried them in some fucking (laughs) other state, and I drove back home. There's many nights though. I can't account for my whereabouts. Thank right. God I've never been accused of murder. <laughs> um, one more thing before you get into your news. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, with Jane Badler. Remember how mm-hmm. she said she got the role for V was she Dominic Dunn was murdered and she she was coming that's the story I was telling that I said I'll I'll never get Griffin done. <laughs> Griffin done. Yeah, that's her brother. Oh, that, oh, he's yeah. So yeah. So here's my thing. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He killed her, right? And he only yeah. spent two and a half years in prison. Yeah, my well, see, I told the story, and I told about the ending where that dude was a cook, and um. He went back to work right out of prison. So Griffin and her father 
would go to the restaurant that he worked at and hold up signs that your meal is being cooked by a murderer. So eventually the restaurants would fire him, and he'd go to another one, and they'd chase him there. And then he left the state and changed his name and tried to disappear off the map. And then eventually their dad said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't live my life to fuck with this guy no more. I got to go just live my life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was that's, that's the actor that I'm like, you know, I told the story, and I'm like, you know, I, I really didn't do a bad job, I don't think. So I'd like to interview him a lot because, well, you know, he's an American werewolf in London. Love him in that movie. And I don't think I did any, like, I don't think I did it in a piss poor way that made it sound like it was funny or anything. Like the dude was a douchebag who murdered her outside of her home. So, you know, I'd love to talk to him. I sure as fuck wouldn't bring that up. <laughs> you wouldn't bring up the murder of Dominic Oh, Dunn? fuck no. Not to oh, him. Dude, that's fucking, we, without, we would have to. I don't think so. Do you know how nah, Jane Badler got? Think so. <laughs> Do you know how Jane Badler, hey, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Which one, Griffin? Yeah, Griffin. Hey, Griffin, Griffin do you Dunn? know how Jane Badler got the role of V? You know, you know what? I shouldn't say this, but uh, it while we were talking to her, Jane, it dawned on me that that's part of the story. And I contemplated bringing it up. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. Fuck no. <laughs> no, not going to bring up the murder. <laughs> but it was it was a conscious moment in that interview where I was like, this interview is going super good. Oh yeah, she was. Mur- uh, no, well, she, we're not playing it. it. Oh, but it, I it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it before that, and I was like, "Fuck no, nah, yeah. no, not bringing that up. Fuck no." Yeah, when I was uh, when because I add stuff to these videos, and uh, when I was searching for Dominic Dunn's uh, photo of her to add to the video, I saw that, and I was like, "Holy shit, is this." <laughs> This Adnan is sitting in jail for like 23 years for something that he didn't do. Yeah. And, and this, this fuck this sticks dude, out in a couple of years. Right. Cooking hamburgers for people at a restaurant like nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Like, how does that like, how does that happen? Like, how how are you rehabilitated in that short amount of time? You know, this is why I love dudes like the Alaskan hammer dude. That was hunting pedophiles because he was uh he was assaulted as a kid, and when he got older, he uh, started hunting down pedophiles and beating them to death with a fucking hammer in Alaska. So he's like a folklore hero. He's in prison now. They caught him for beating pedophiles to death, and I'm like, how is that a fucking crime? Right. Like this guy's an American hero. Hey, he's be- he's killing. Was he killing him? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's 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 uh you know he's one of those dudes you're like you know what fuck yeah and once again because we're on a podcast i do not condone anyone to go out and beat anyone to death with a hammer that's not what i'm saying because i'm not going to be held liable for that shit what if you did but (laughs) if you were so inclined if you were gonna beat someone to death i think a pedophile would deserve a hammer to the back of the fucking head. So yeah, except that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Theoretically, that's acceptable. <laughs> Theoretically. Theoretically. Hypothetically. Yes. Hypothetically speaking. Oh, shit. Oh, right. man. Is there any more news? I got one more news story, and then we can get the hell out of here, Casey. No, I have, we got to talk about some other things before we All get right. out of here. All right. Fuck it. We don't, you know, oh. I forgot. We're no longer under the requirements of staying to a time limit. Sorry. According so, to my according to my end, we've only been recording for 14 minutes and 43 seconds. What's wrong with your counter? I don't know. I hope I, think I hope it must they, be just my internet connection. Well, according to my end, we're live for an hour and 8 minutes, so. Perfect. We're we're right on target. Yeah. We're right under three yeah, hours. We love the 90-minute movie so much. We could be hmm? the 90-minute podcast. I think we should shoot for an hour and a half. Right. I, I think that should be our target because we both think that's the ideal movie time. Yeah. Like, as yeah, soon as it gets to... It, when it gets to 190, I'm either getting sleepy or angry. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, your your latest podcast. Your oh, yeah, yeah. of the Tencent Beer Night podcast. Um, horror movies that need more love. Yeah, so uh, that was a great episode, man. I just checked it out today, and, and uh, yeah, and there ain't a movie over an hour and a half long yeah. on my list of all thirteen movies. They're all yeah. right in that range. Yep, awesome list, man. I'm gonna check a lot oh. of those out. Uh, yeah, you've probably seen at least one of them. <laughs> I've seen yeah, derailed, derailed, <laughs> <laughs> which. And I did not put that in there because we just talked to Dale. I do honestly love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a really good yeah. one. Spoiler right. alert. One of the <laughs> movies on Ray's list is derailed. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you all the movies if you want to know. I don't give a shit. No, go listen to Ray's show. All right. Yeah. Yeah. When you get done with this, go listen to it. You know, I can use, you know, a couple more views. <laughs> won't Won't kill me. No. You know what's funny too? Spotify I never exclusive. I never check my views. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those dudes who like obsesses over that shit. I never look at it, and I don't even have access to this one. I don't even know what the fuck's going on with this one. Yeah, I just show up. Good, yeah, I I just show up and hang out with Casey, and he's like, "Yeah, we did good." Yeah, I get the I get the the the. The comments I get to see, like, uh, hey, this guy likes our show. Oh, like, yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I'm really impressed about by your show, Ray, and I'm, I'm, you know, jealous about a little bit. Is you're a really good. You can do it by yourself. Like, you, it's a really good show. Whether you're with someone or without someone, you have. I'll tell you, man. Uh, you're a good. Host. That's a goddamn struggle to do it by yourself, and that's I not something. It. I'll tell you right now, if you're starting a podcast and you're going to do it by yourself, don't. It's hard. (laughs) Get a a goddamn co-host. Because the hardest thing about doing it by yourself is pretending that the camera's a person. You have to pretend it's like your buddy. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I have to take a picture of Casey and, like, tape it next to the camera so I can just talk to Casey. No. (laughs) No, uh, I find, like... um, like I was on another podcast, so a lot of the times for the Patreon, I would do shit by myself because Patreon requires content. Yep. 
So I would do a lot of shit by myself. And when I first started doing it by myself, I was like, man, this is fucking hard. Like, there's no one to bounce off of. So eventually, it took a while, man, but it's not easy. I still, it's, I'm still not completely comfortable with it because I do like another person to bounce shit off of because it makes a big difference. Because yeah. I almost wish I had like a split personality so I could talk to my fucking self. Like, that'd make right. it even easier. Like, <laughs> what do you think, Ray? I think you're a dick, Ray. Like, that'd make it so much easier. Like, your opinion sucks, asshole. But, uh, yeah, it, I appreciate sure, that. that. Dude, it's hard, man. It is hard. But, uh, yeah, I think I, I'm doing a better job with it now. I'm more comfortable with it. Uh, because, like I said, you just pretend you're talking to somebody. Yeah. And if you can pretend it's like, uh, what, like you or like some hot chick you met in high school and you're trying to impress her, that's even better. So, like, yeah. your stories are, like, way better than they actually are. Like, you're... Like, you could have drove to the store to buy milk, and all of a sudden you're fighting ninjas on the way to the fucking store because you're trying to impress her. You know, that's what you got to <laughs> do, man. <laughs> yeah, great job, man. I wanted to tell yeah. you that today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, all right. Uh, all right, you ready? Yeah. This is a big one. This is a big goddamn story. Super Bowl. The halftime entertainment, the big artist, Rihanna. Okay. I don't know one fucking song this broad does. Not one. Originally, when I when I heard Rihanna, I thought she was married to Russell Wilson, but that's not even her. That's some other chick. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard her name before. Um, after you sent me the article, I read <laughs> she hasn't performed since like her last live performance was in 2019 or something like that. I have no idea who she is. But honestly, for me, at this point, the halftime, I go take a piss. I go in the kitchen. I grab some more food. And then anybody that I've been shushing all night, I immediately like, hey, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. Chat them up so I can go watch the game again. Like, yeah, that's I halftime. Haven't been, I haven't been interested in a halftime show in a long time. Um I'm not even interested in the commercials anymore of the Super Bowl because they show them all before the fucking Super Bowl now. Yeah, that sucks because they get leaked early and then they just release them. It's not as much fun. If you could pick a halftime performer, who would you pick? (sighs) Government mule. There you go. I don't think a lot of other people will be entertained by that. (laughs) that's fine I have two I would pick Metallica who won't do it obviously or Weird Al Yankovic Weird Al would be good Al would fucking kill at the Super Bowl could you imagine that could you imagine him out there fucking doing the the Super Bowl (laughs) (laughs) everybody's screaming another one rides the bus and eat it (laughs) fat my dude I'm gonna fucking call the commissioner tomorrow and be like you're fucking stupid should, if if Rihanna's gonna do it she needs weird out there should we start a petition we should this is ridiculous 20, well we can it might be a little too because uh, everything's booked already you know for next year but we could maybe get it going on for uh, the 2024 
No, you know what? The Super Bowl uh, yeah. will be in 2024, right? So no, we'll the Super Bowl will be 2023 because we're yeah, still 20, in 20. Sorry, yeah, yeah. We're still in. Where the fuck are we? 2022? Yeah, yeah. Are we still there? Right. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. So, so it would uh, be yeah. the, we could try and get Al booked for the 2024 Super fuck Bowl yeah. halftime show. A petition. We'll start on uh, whatever that petition website is. Yeah, that one that's always bugging me for dumb shit like change.org. Uh, ah, that's the one, man. I made a mistake <laughs> signing up for that. Holy fuck. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we can get Weird Al on there. It'll be a lot of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So you're going you're going with like a show, like a big show because it's a you know, the halftime spectacular. I'm, I'm going with like, what I would, I would want to see. Sure. Like, I want Metallica to come out there and just be like, play the shit I like. I don't want to hear Enter Sandman. Right. I want to hear, like, their fucking kick-ass shit. You know, I get it. They're trying to just pick popular artists. You know, what? I get it. And that's fine. I'm going to take a piss anyways. Going to go about, get another beer. Uh, the Flaming Lips would be a good that's halftime a, that's show. That's a good one. For That's like a, a big, like a show, like a big, put on a show, yeah. like have somebody. I remember seeing the Flaming Lips one time at uh, Marvin's Mountaintop in West Virginia for, uh, it was for, uh, shit, what was that festival called? All Good, All Good Music Festival. Hmm. And I remember seeing at the top of the crowd, um, it was on this Marvin's Mountaintop, it was a big giant hill, and a, a guy <laughs> in one of those giant balls you know like those big oh, no. giant balls that oh, you no. get inside yeah. of and he just fucking rode that hill all the way down <laughs> <laughs> like oh, the man. flaming lips they put on they put on like a spectacular hmm. like show you know i wouldn't Rob mind zombie yeah i'll tell you Not ministry ministry is a band that i saw live i've never had to sign a waiver for epileptic seizures going to a show before but Holy shit. I was with this chick with my buddy's wife and uh oh. Uh you there? All right, we're moving again. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear me or not, but uh, okay. ministry ministry had like a a big sign that said uh this show may cause epileptic seizures. Jesus Christ. And the light show was so crazy, my buddy's wife goes, I, I can't watch this, I have to leave the room. She literally had to take to leave because of the light show. Holy shit. It was shit. so fucking awesome. Crazy. Such that a good cool. band. I've uh I've never had that happen to me. I've been to a show where uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine might have taken too many mushrooms <laughs> and she had to, we had to take her out of the room and she had to sit sit by herself for a little while and my other friend wanted to, he's like she just needs more Adderall. <laughs> oh. Oh, that reminds me. In uh, in '96, uh, I saw the Kiss reunion with all the original members, and uh, this guy I worked with was like, "Hey, we had somebody cancel. You want to go with us? At, you know, fifty bucks. We got a hotel room. Or you give us fifty bucks, come to the show, stay in the hotel room." I'm like, "Cool." So we're in this fancy fucking hotel downstairs uh, downtown in Cleveland. <clears throat> we get over to the arena. We're in the twelfth fucking row for the Kiss reunion. So Gene Simmons is literally right over my head when he goes into the fucking rafters to do God of Thunder, or yeah, God of Thunder. And I'm like, holy fuck. 
And then, so he was doing coke and shit all night. I don't do coke, so he's drinking, and we're all drinking. And the cannons go off, and his back just broke. He like went over backwards, and he's like, "I'm broken." And I'm like, "What do you mean you're broken, dude?" So he's like, uh, "You got to help me get to the hotel." So he literally can't stand back up straight. So he's six six foot. You know, I'm a little dude. So I'm trying to guide him through the streets of Cleveland. I'm drunk as shit. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Like, we're going to the Ritz. I don't know how to fucking get there from where we're at. So we're just wandering the streets, and I'm holding him up, and he's just leaning back, and he's like, where are we? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. So eventually we found the hotel, and everything was okay, but it was so fucking crazy. When those cannons went off, his back just went backwards, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh. I was like, the fuck is this? I'm too drunk drunk to deal with this i don't know what to do i'm like eh, i'll just put my hand right here and we'll just walk around and fucking figure out where we're supposed to go but it was awesome let me let me ask you this when he got back to the hotel room and did more cocaine he was yeah yeah, yeah he was okay fine then, after right? that yeah he was fine Dude, i have the exact same story <laughs> Not not 1996, and not at a Kiss concert, and there were no cannons involved. But there was a lot of drinking involved and cocaine. And uh, I remember I was like, I told my buddy, it was at a cabinet show at the Silo in Reading. My friend's band uh, Cabinet was playing with uh, the New Riders of the Purple Sage, and I uh, forget who else. One other band was there, but uh, I was fucking smashed and like i just i re i remember leaving i was like i have to we have to get out of here i have to, i can't fucking stand anymore and like i remember like just plowing through this group of people and my buddy driving us back to the hotel and i was like dude i was like i have i have coke i was like i just need i'll be fine i just need to do more coke but i, I can't fucking i can't see it i can't fucking cut it up i was like just just fucking hook me up, dude. Hook me up. So my, my buddy, he was like you. He doesn't. He didn't do coke or anything at huh. the time. So well, I know how to chop it up and shit for other yeah, people. Yeah, so he did that. He cut it all up for me, and I, he fucking actually. I was this drunk, right? He actually held. He had to take my your head, head, and I, I went, and he, he went, and I fucking. I was like, all right, let's fucking. <laughs> fucking perfectly fine. Oh, that's was, funny. everybody everybody that came back then from the uh from the show you know had everybody lined up when they uh when they yeah. got back we were we were good to go yeah tower hey i hate to advocate drugs or alcohol but they've always worked for me well once again all these stories are hypothetical right. they may or may not have actually happened and we're not advocating drug use, but we're also not uh, condone. We're not condoning it, but we're also not saying it's a bad thing either. Right. You know, don't if you go it. through life and don't have any fucking stories, if you don't go, if you go through life and don't have any fucked up stories, what the fuck was the point? Right. Yeah. Like there's stories. I, mean, I, I have stories I can't tell on this podcast. I can't because oh, the statute of limitations oh. aren't up. <laughs> Oh, I do too, Ray. <laughs> Once those are up, then we'll tell the stories, but. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> We're getting close to our, our target. Yeah, I'm done with the news. Yes. All right. 
Let's go through this really quick, and then uh, we'll save everything that we had uh, besides this for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to list you the oh top 10 mm-hmm. most controversial Halloween costumes for 2022, since uh, this is our first show of October. Uh, this is coming out on Sunday, October first i think whatever that so day is. so i'm gonna Actually, i'm gonna tell you before you start i'm gonna tell you what your costume is okay are you ready you're what, gonna be carmy yeah you're gonna be carmy from the bear blue apron white t-shirt you know you could use black crocs those work you know okay i, I think Are you crocs could pull that off he doesn't. He, he doesn't wear black Crocs. He's got some more expensive shoes, but uh, the blue apron, white T-shirt, and you can be Carmi. Is Carmi? Which because I know you Carmi? love that fucking show. I do love that show, but he's like the like we. He's the goddamn cook dude, Carmi Berzato, I believe. Was he? The he's main like the character? main fucking character, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, the yeah, main I character. He's got the tats. Yeah, yeah. I think you should be him for Halloween this year. I can definitely pull that off. I've uh, I've yeah. been a dick before, and I am a dick, so um, I there can definitely go. get down with uh, yelling at some people. There you go. <laughs> All right, give me this list. Let me let me hear what you All got right. here. So uh, let's go with. Uh, we'll start. There, these are in no particular order. All right. Uh, All right. But anything dealing with sexual harassment hmm. is is unacceptable this year. Because of the Me Too movement uh, in the last few years. Uh, All right. Anything. When you get done, I, I'm going to tell you the most offensive costume I ever had, and I'll and okay. you tell me if any of these ten can even come close to it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so you know, any like someone in a trench coat that has like a fake dick under it, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's okay. Can't you shouldn't do that. Unappropriate. Yeah, shouldn't do that. That's that's inappropriate. Uh, Jesus Christ! It's a very real and traumatic form of sexual harassment, and these kind of costumes <laughs> are not only offensive, but they may trigger those who have dealt with harassment themselves. Don't mm. risk it, Ray. I won't. No, only All on right. a, uh, the rest of the year. It's fine, but not on Halloween. Yeah, not just just not on Halloween. <laughs> that's fine. Not on Halloween. It's fine the rest of the year. Tuesday. That's fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next one. All right. <laughs> A zombie version of dead celebrities. Oh, I if like you want to be David Bowie, you can Man. be David Bowie. Fuck yeah, dead Elvis, but, dead Bowie. Do not, but do not dress up as <laughs> a zombie version of Ziggy Stardust. I disagree with this one. I think that's an excellent costume. Uh, Heath Ledger, you know, any of these guys. I, th- You know what? They're celebrities. They're, they're fair game. I disagree well, with that one. According to this website, right, <laughs> it's unacceptable <laughs> to do that in the year 2022. Okay. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> uh, this goes back to something that we talked about at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Um, this was once a very popular costume. Uh, it is not so much a popular costume anymore. Can you take a guess? It was popular? 
It was popular in the past, yeah. And we talked about uh, a woman hmm. at the beginning of the show that someone uh, maybe in the 80s could have dressed up as, <laughs> but now uh, it's inappropriate and should not be done. I have no clue because I just don't know what's inappropriate. A hobo. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? I shouldn't have even said the word hobo. That's how offensive it is. Oh, my God. Home challenge. Is that what we're calling them now? I think so. I think that is the that is the appropriate. Fuck that. I want to dress up as boxcar fucking Willie. I'll dress up as boxcar fucking Willie. (laughs) I'll have to kick you off this fucking show, right? It's I not like it's idea. fucking blackface, for Christ's sake. Don't worry. I have an idea. I have an idea for your costume once I get through this list. All right. All right. Um, all right. Next one. Uh, you shouldn't do this. Don't ever think about doing this. Do not dress up as a terrorist. Yeah, that's a bad it's one. It's inappropriate. That, that one I'll agree uh, with. Yeah. Osama bin Laden, uh, generic member of ISIS. It's poor taste. Uh, it falls under the same head- heading as making light of tragedies. Um, it says also, while we're at it, let's cross off people like Hitler, Putin, or anything that involves the Confederate flag. Mm, I disagree uh, with Confederate, Confederate flag. flag. I'll, I'll disagree with yeah, because like if you're gone as like uh, Dukes of Hazard characters or something like that. You know, the, the Duke boys were never... I, I tell you, my family's from the South, and they love that fucking flag, so... Uh, yeah, I know it's super inappropriate, but man, what a goddamn good-looking flag. Man, what a <laughs> shame. And Hitler, always funny. I don't care. It's kind of funny, yeah. Uh, and why not Putin? Like, Putin... I mean, he's... Because nobody knows who the fuck he is. Our friend Bo Svensson went on to kick his ass. He's there's a there's once a again though. There's an open I, I think I think that one's inappropriate because most people don't know who the fuck he is. Most people really? are dumb. Most people are dumb. I'm sorry, but That's I guarantee true. if I came to a Halloween party dressed as Putin, no one would know who the fuck it was. But last <laughs> year I came as Wilson from Home from Home Improvement. I had a fence, and I just held it up in front of my fence, and everybody knew who I was. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Um, all right. Next one. Don't ever do it. Cultural right. stereotypes. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Blackface. Yeah. It's never, mm. it's never humorous to do it. Um, actually, blackface, blackface is another category. Uh, you should, is it really? It gets its yeah, own it category? A, yeah. It has its own. Because it's, 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 it's even more worse. Then if I wanted yeah. to go as say Jay Z, yeah. So this is what I don't understand. Like why it says um, now this is this particular if, website, and I should have written it down, but I didn't. Um, it <laughs> says like it says if your child, you or your child, intend to pay homage to a beloved Disney character like Mona or po- Pocahontas, uh, take care to dress with sensitivity. Focus on costuming linked to specific character, not general looks that have particular meaning, often marginalized groups of people. Uh, skip, See, I disagree with that. 
Dude, kids don't know the difference. If my kid right. wanted to be a, a fucking Mexican for fucking Halloween, like a specific Mexican, like someone he loved, like an actor, and that actor had a character who wore a fucking sombrero, I wouldn't tell him no, because he's not <laughs> disrespecting that person. Right. Like, uh, what's his face? Who wore it on Community. <laughs> Chevy Chase. Anyways, yeah. If my kid wanted to be that person, my kid's not saying that because he, my kid's a racist. My kid's saying that because he likes that person. He wants to be them for Halloween. So why the fuck would I tell them they can't do it? Right. I agree. Now, if my kid walks around with a fucking hat on, yelling nachos and fucking <laughs> yeah, 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 all night, then yeah, now we got a problem because now my kid's just fucking with me and he picked that to make me look an asshole, but. Can you see me? Yeah. Can you see me? Yes. This, your your kid's walking around going. <laughs> you know then what? we give have him, a problem. Give my kid a couple years. He may want that costume. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to ask. So I have a bunch of uh, actually Mexican hmm. friends uh, yeah. doing these roofs that I have. I'm going to ask them tomorrow. Uh, and then I'll report back on yeah. the next show if they find, like, if I would want to go dressed up as one of my Mexican roofer friends, uh, I'll ask them if that's inappropriate. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that they're not gonna care. Most people don't give a shit. Really, most people you talk to in daily life, they don't give a fuck. Right. Like they got enough fucking problems. Whether you want to be. You know, right. Nacho Libre or fucking El Guapo from fucking Three Amigos. They really don't right. give two fucks. They got bigger and, problems. Yeah. And speaking of Nacho Libre, Jack Black was a white dude playing a Mexican, right? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was playing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really All don't. Right. We have five more of these. Holy shit, there's um, a lot of these. Any Nothing to do with body shaming. Uh, it says, think about it this way. If it's something that you wouldn't say to your friend. Uh, oh, I'm all good then. As, I'm all good then. It, don't wear it as a Halloween costume. <laughs> I'll call you a fat fuck if you're a fat fuck. I don't care. There's I'm a, fat too. I don't give a shit. You know how many website. times, do you know how many times a day at work these fucking assholes I work with call me fat? <laughs> it's like, a, it's just like uh, you're fat and hairy. Okay, well, I'm white. Never... What the fuck? What I the fuck, dude? That. Well, you know, that's nice of you, but you know, you're respectful. I the guess people I work with are with, dicks. Uh, I, we might look different just because people only see our heads, too. Right? They can't see my beer gut. Like that's what I, I got a beer gut. You know, you can't drink twenty beers a day and not have a fucking beer gut, Casey. No, no, no you I, can't. Right? I fucking earned that thing. It's my God-given right as an American. Fucked your camera up. Ah, damn it. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, on this website, there's a picture. It's like a, and apparently these are all real costumes that have been pulled from the shelves or at least they're getting uh. a lot of flack. Um, it was, it's, a, and you can go on Amazon and buy this. It's, uh, a, it must be a little person, uh, that who is also obese 
because it's like the the person like if it, if it, I had the costume, it would be, look like I was sitting on top of this fat little person. Oh no shit! Like huh. that's the costume, like a oompa loompa. Yeah. <laughs> You're riding a oompa loompa around. Um. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh. You shouldn't do that, right? Nah, We're huh. learning a lot here. I'm not, but. Um, anything related to COVID-19 is out of the question. Ah, for crying out loud. For 2022, you cannot do it. This pandemic has killed over a million people in the United States, Ray. <sighs> so you've ruined, you've ruined my, my costume for this year, which is just wearing a fucking mask. Just a mask. <laughs> well, that I think you can still do. I've seen people here in California. They... Unless they're dressing for Halloween already, they're just still driving around in their cars with by themselves, by themselves with masks on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to get mm. political, but um, the pandemic has been. Is it's over? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> move on. You can move on. Yes. Uh, if you, I, I'm, I'm okay with wearing. Uh, if you want to do anything with the. You know, if you want to wear like a, I, I think I the the costume that I saw was actually the germ itself yeah, that you. That's could a wear, good like, one. Yeah. Covid uh, germ. Right. Um, it also says resi- resist the urge to dress up in a medical hazard suit or anything resembling a virus or a victim of the virus itself. <laughs> so they're really limiting what you can wear this year uh, for Halloween. Ridiculous. Um, Anything transphobic, you cannot wear anything transphobic. Um, yeah, I ain't touching that. If I have any, if I have time to edit this video, I am going to add the 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 picture that they that they had um, <laughs> going along with this description. It says, "Take this tranny granny costume, for instance." Wow! Uh, it got pulled from Walmart shelves after consuming- Walmart. Walmart had a tranny granny costume that uh, it got pulled from the Walmart shelves after consumers pointed out that not only does it make a joke about transgender women, it also uses a transfer transphobic slur right in the name Hmm. tranny granny. Um, Hmm. Yeah. So just uh, don't do it, right? Yeah, I'll pass on that one. All right. Number two, uh, these last few, these were in order as the, the top uh, right. most controversial. Okay. Uh, anything blackface, like we mentioned. Yeah, earlier. that's out. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty offensive when it comes to costumes, but I won't do blackface. Nope. Yeah, don't do blackface. Now, here's my question to you: What if? Mm-hmm. What if you put blackface on, and you are? Portraying the role that Robert Downey Jr. played, I'll, I'll allow that in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I'll allow Tropic that. Thunder. That's fine. That's that's absolutely fine. Playing a dude, playing another dude, right? But if you're trying to play like uh, one of the characters from Bamboozled, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, and the number one uh, still for 2022, the number one uh, controversial Halloween costume is a Holocaust victim. Mm. I got all these beat. 
I got every one of these beat, dude. Um, And several retailers have previously come under fire for selling an Anne Frank costume for little girls. Uh, Many places pulled it off the off of the shelves after customers complained, but others still offer similar looks as World War II evacuee girl or child's 1940s girl (laughs) costume. I got every single one of these beat for offensive. Wait, before you before you tell us what your offensive costume was, I would like to give you an idea for a costume this okay. year. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? To, what do you want me to go as? I think you. Should, <laughs> I think you should go as a zombie version mm-hmm. of Ziggy Stardust. Who's homeless? Who's, who's a homeless, who's homeless transgender? Who's a homeless terrorist? <laughs> who's also an Indian? A fat yeah. Indian? A fat Indian? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's fucking good. All right, I got all these beat. When I was in high school, I went to a fucking Halloween party wearing a diaper with a coat hanger bent around my head as a failed abortion attempt. You want to talk about offensive? I shouldn't be laughing at this. I didn't know any better. Right. <laughs> I was in high school. I didn't know any better. All right. I'll accept it. All right. I'll allow it. Thank God, because. <laughs> and I will say, anybody who wants to, to visit us on Instagram or Facebook can comment whether they think my costume was more offensive than anything that Casey came up with. So <laughs> we are at Deluxe Edition Pod over at Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> you can find all of our previous shows over at Deluxe Edition Show. We are also a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find all the great shows over at DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. The podcast of the month this month is The Return of the Living Flet. Uh, check it, check him out. And uh, we, we're adding shows constantly. I think we're up to mm-hmm. 16 shows now. Yeah. Um, tons of great shows. Uh, you can get merch over at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash deluxe dash edition. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod or sign up for our uh, YouTube exclusive uh, perk stuff, $7 a month, and you get a lot of uh, cool stuff. After three months of being a member, I'll send you a T-shirt, and then uh, things keep getting cooler after that. So check it out. Ray? Nice. Yeah. Plug? Nope. No check plugs. Ray over, check nah, Ray no out. plugs. Just come back next week and uh, check out Deluxe Edition. That's my plug today. Come All back, right. my friends. Come back next week. We'll be talking about X, uh, Pearl, and Maxine. Yeah, uh, we'll also be talking about the top five. Each of us will be giving our top five movies, um, horror movies from Halloween themselves. And if you have yep. any. Uh, of your own, please comment over on uh, Facebook where we have a group and uh, all kinds of stuff. Come find us and uh, tell your friends, leave reviews, all that good stuff. Yes, sir. All right, Ray. Great show, man. Thank you. You too.
See ya. My fucking mouse.